0: I hate candidates who give me BS answers when I ask PhDs what their biggest weakness is. I reject them immediately." So I was talking to a talent acquisition specialist friend at a very large biotech company who said this. Um, That's what she responded with. I had been asking her about the questions that seem to make job candidates, especially PhDs that she interviews, the most nervous. The biggest weakness question by far, is what she said. I said, really? Still? I mean, I was surprised, still am, after decades of this question being asked, people still get nervous. Absolutely, she said. They freeze right up, stumble along. Most people still give lame answers like working too hard and so on. What do you want to hear from these candidates, I asked. Something real, she said. Tell me about a weakness you had and how you fixed it, or or a weakness that you currently have that doesn't affect your work. Answering the biggest weakness question can feel like navigating a tightrope. You want to be honest without undermining your candidacy. So let's demystify this question and explore five effective strategies for answering it. A common mistake candidates make is trying to disguise a strength as a weakness. Okay, like, I'm too much of a perfectionist. Interviewers can see right through this. It's annoying. So instead, pick a genuine weakness that doesn't undermine the role you're applying for. For instance, if you're applying to a research role but not vying for a role with a strong graphic design component, you might say, I often find that my design skills could use improvement. While I can create tables and figures well, complex graphic designs can sometimes be a challenge for me. However, however, I've been taking an online course to bolster this skill set. Secondly, you can showcase a weakness you've recognized and are actively working to improve. This not only displays self-awareness, but also highlights your proactivity and commitment to personal development. For example, you might say earlier in my career, I noticed I was spending too much time on details, which sometimes led to missed deadlines. Recognizing this, I've since implemented time management techniques and set interim checkpoints for tasks, which has significantly improved my efficiency. Okay. It was a weakness in the past. You can also discuss your ability to create a feedback loop of sorts. For example, try emphasizing a weakness that was pointed out to you, preferably in a previous professional setting, and how you've taken steps to rectify it. This approach demonstrates your ability to receive feedback positively and act on it. Say something like, during a past performance review, my supervisor mentioned that I could enhance my presentation skills. I took this feedback to heart, enrolled in a public speaking course, and have since been practicing my presentation with mentors. It's made a significant difference in my confidence and delivery. Okay, so there's a theme here of having a weakness but working on it actively or having fixed it in the past or having it not affect your current job, the job you're applying to. You can take this a step further by really diving into your ability to take external feedback by saying, I've often asked colleagues for feedback to understand areas of improvement. A consistent feedback point was that I could be more assertive in group settings. While I've always valued being a good listener, I realized that I could contribute more vocally. I've been working on this by ensuring I voice at least one key point in every meeting. Okay. There's also another theme here is that we're focused on soft skills. So if you're applying to a technical role or something niche, it's safer to highlight a soft skill as a weakness, right? Than the reverse. So this demonstrates self-awareness without immediately disqualifying you from the role because you don't have the, the technical or niche skill. So you could say, for example, while I've been deeply involved in the technical aspects of my past roles, I found that my team leadership skills could be stronger. I've been seeking opportunities to lead smaller teams and projects to hone this aspect of my professional skill set. Now, if you're seeking a leadership role, you could do this in the reverse or any non-technical, non-niche role. My background has been primarily focused on communication and team management. However, when it comes to advanced data analysis, I often rely on my team's expertise. I've started to familiarize myself with basic data tools to have a more rounded skill set, anything like programming, etc. But again, that's for a position that's more about leadership and high-level activities. When confronted with the biggest weakness question, the goal isn't to present yourself as infallible. That's the the point here, okay? Instead, you want to show self-awareness, humility, and a commitment to growth. This takes us to the end of today's PhD Transition Report. As always, remember your value as a PhD by thinking and acting as a successful industry professional.